Welcome to the Sports Boy Podcast. My name is Fitzkerrigan, host, co-host Christian. On our side, Christian, as always, how you doing? Pretty good. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, let's let's get popping uh, with this ep- with uh, episode. Uh, whatever the hell. It yeah, is. this um, this episode's gonna be totally radical. Yeah, we're doing. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna kind of do uh, first take style. Okay, what you uh, got for me, Fitz? Which hopefully good is. Uh, who do you think? Wh- do you think Lou? Do-, do you think out of that play that the Thunder had with uh, against the Spurs when Lou Dort hit the game winner? Do you think that play was meant for him, or do you think it was meant for either Shake Gilgis Alexander or Al Hor- or? Excuse uh, Shea Gilders Alexander. He was taking the ball up. Do you think that play was meant for Al Horford to drive to the basket? Uh, probably. But I think that the coach drew it up really well, so that either the defender had to commit to Al Horford and and leave a little door open, or it would be one on one Al Horford with whoever was guarding him, um, for an easy bucket. So I think. Uh, the the coach drew up really well. I think the first primary option was for Al Horford to take it in, but since he saw that the defender committed on him, uh, he just made the easy pass to Lou Dort, who he did make the shot, but like I feel like it wasn't a crazy game winner. He was expected to make that. If he missed that shot, like he would just yeah. have disappointed his whole team because that's a wide open three. And it was to win it. I know. So good job for him. He didn't miss it. And embar- yeah, he didn't embarrass uh, Lou Dort is very underrated. Uh, yeah, he's doing th- good. Former former Sun Devil. Uh, my grandma is a big Sun Devil fan. Uh, so aren't you wanna... a big Sun Devil fan? Yeah, it's... but yeah, but not as big as my grandma. Um, let's get right into the other game. I think I told you guys about. I did a podcast by myself, telling the fans that. I did a podcast about the basketball games that took place on Saturday with uh, Scary Terry, Terry Rozier, hitting a game winner against the Golden State Warriors. Christian, have you seen that? Yeah, that was that was a real good one. I know. I saw it from all angles, too. It was pretty lit. Also, what – and I also More talked like about – More like radical. Yeah. Um, Suns lost to the Nets on Tuesday, but then they got – and now they've been uh, going back – and how do you think? Because when Igor, what two years ago when Igor Gakoskov was the coach, he got Who fired. The heck is that Igor Gakoskov? After the old Suns coach got fired, I don't know who that is. You don't have to. It's not that. It's not very interesting. Is he, is he from here. Russia? No, I don't. I, I think he's from Spain. Hello, my name is Igor Gakoskov. My name is Igor. My name is Igor Gakoskov, and I was the coach for the Phoenix Suns until I got fired after one season. I don't think that's good on my resume. Monte but Williams. He was the person who led the Suns to a sixteen and thir- uh, sixteen and sixty two season. Uh, not very good, but out of him, he's had be- uh sixteen and uh sixteen and sixty four season. For the Phoenix Suns, uh, wait, 16 and uh, 16 and 60 something, but it was not good. Anyway, he got fired after that. Doesn't really matter. And then Monty Williams got hired and he's been, he transformed this team. Like he, they were at like the bottom, like in a dug and ditch. And now they've come up after going 8 0 in the bubble and a really strong start. How do you think Monty Williams is? 
changing the Suns organization and practically probably the whole franchise. Well, first off, he uh, so far how the Suns are doing, which we I expect that to continue. The Suns are showing that the bubble, their bubble win streak, was not just all hype. It's actually what the team that has become that that level of play has continued from the bubble to this season. Um, I think Monty Williams has definitely transformed the team. I also think the addition of Chris Paul really helped them as well, helped make them, give them the extra leap. But also, you have to give a ton of credit to Monty Williams. He's been able to turn this franchise around uh, that um, that not a lot of co- not bare- none coaches have been able to uh, do in the past couple of years of the Suns have been the laughing stock of the NBA for several years now. But now they're really uh, really improving. And I think they're fourth in the West currently. And the West uh, is a very tough conference, probably tougher than the East. And they're totally, holding... there's no way. Yeah. It's more tough than the East. So they're, they're really holding their own. I think they're currently they're on like a, uh, a good winning streak. I think it's like they won like nine of the last like 11 or something like that. Yeah. Um, well, they, so... well, they lost the game in New Orleans and then they had a seven game homestand and went six for one and then won the game in. Won the game in New Orleans. Won the game in Charlotte, or not not Charlotte, Memphis. Won the game in, at home against the Blazers, and now they're currently playing uh, the Hornets, and they are losing by seven. Yeah, and I I think also the going back to the addition of Chris Paul, he really helps take the the pressure off of Devin Booker a, a lot to like handle the ball and be like the main the main player and create all the pl- main playmaker I should say so now they have two excellent playmakers great passers in Devin Booker and Chris Paul out there uh, both can run the point exceptionally well but Chris Paul's pretty much been uh, the new point guard while Devin Booker has been the shooting guard but both of them are great ball handlers mm-hmm. yeah what do you want to see from because Sun have been okay. Uh, like you said, laughing stock of the league a couple years ago, and they've been they've been pretty good against the Milwaukee Bucks. Believe it or not, they are. What do you mean, believe it or not? They're way better than the Bucks. No, like no, well, they've been better when they're playing the Bucks. Yeah, in like the and last they have a better record as well, and the and within the like last um last three years. Yeah, they're yeah. five and one. Wait, four one and, and four and four and one against the Bucks in the last. Oh, that's pretty good. Three years, and I was at the game. I was at the game in Phoenix last year. So, yeah. Well, let's talk about. Uh, I I, not, before I we not... go on, can I? I want to give you a first take style question. Yeah. Uh, it's more of an opinion, and I just want to Don't see turn your, into Stephen A. Smith. Your thoughts on... I know. I just want to hear your thoughts on my, my opinion, if you agree. Um, you like a Max Kellerman? No. I'm just saying. Um, so far, currently, as the Lakers are getting pummeled by the Jazz, this really got me thinking. Do you think the Lakers are in real trouble uh, with uh, Anthony Davis 
out and most of the pressure has been on LeBron and he can't uh, carry all that load all the time. So, and they've had a, a couple losses in a row. So yeah. do you think, I uh, do you think that there's, it could be a serious problem in LA with the Lakers? Well, your heart is pumping either way, but I mean, I know, let me say, no, no, because the fact that just it's the fact that they've been doing this before and I I feel like that they're ready for it and um I also like the way that they've been playing lately even though they've lost yeah I like the way that they've been playing uh basketball uh it's a very good tandem way of basketball so if they keep that up then I think it'll be good so keep up losing yeah if they keep up losing, then the Bucks will uh, claim that spot. You know the Bucks are in the East, right? I, I know. Uh, I'm in the Suns. Like, Christian, I'm I'm tired. I can't think. <laughs> Don't judge me. If you do, I'll, go, I'll If you do, I'll go beat you up in the parking lot. Hey. <laughs> okay. Now on to what? Stop, stop bullying me. No, you stop bullying me. I didn't okay. bully you. <laughs> yeah, Fitz is just funny. He thinks he can beat me up in the parking lot. I think it would be the opposite, Fitz. Yeah, uh, stop bullying me. Okay. What I ever do to you? Um, Fitz. Now let's go to your whatever your topic was. I don't know what you were thinking, but oh, whatever. I did, Christian, I did a podcast Saturday saying "Scary Terry for the win." Um. Also, is that all you said? Yeah. Uh, I talked about this on Saturday in VA games. I. Oh, I Hello, welcome to the Sportsway Podcast. I, I, Scary Terry for the win. Thank you for watching the Sportsway Podcast. I kind of mentioned about the Carson Wentz trade. I didn't go into full details. I did not. Me- I mentioned that Carson Wentz was traded to the Colts. I did not mention that he, uh, yeah, Michael Pittman. He asked Michael Pittman for his number eleven, and he said no. Yeah. Uh, uh but so Carson Wentz got traded. Uh, yeah, he called Michael Pittman, asked him, "Hey, bro, can I have your number 11? Michael Pittman said no. And uh, I think they, I think, uh, I think both of them hung up. And that was the end of the conversation. But I don't think I don't think I don't think Wentz is good enough to earn the number eleven. Hey, did Fitz? Did you know why the Colts wanted Carson Wentz? Because uh, they lost Philip Rivers. Other than that, too. Why? Because uh, the head coach. Um, was the offensive coordinator for the Eagles when Carson Wentz had his MVP caliber season before he got injured? So, oh really? Yeah, that's why. Uh, that that's why the Colts want to give him his second chance because the head coach. I oh yeah, I remember name. that. I remember that. Yeah, part. he was the offensive coordinator. Oh, Steve Reich, something Reich. Yeah. Um. But yeah. yeah so I, I, yeah, Carson Wentz is not going to wear number eleven, but we don't know what number he's going to wear in Indianapolis. Okay, I did not tell you guys, and uh, hopefully you know by now, but Tiger Woods was in a car crash uh, yesterday morning. Uh, he was not drunk. Uh, single car collision. Uh, his car fell down the mountain, and, I mean, it just it sucks. Christian and I were scared to death of whether or not we were going to lose another legend like we lost Kobe last year in a helicopter crash. But Tiger, Tiger is okay. But he's gonna have a limp for the rest of his life because when he was when he got into his accident, 
the the part the one part of bone of his body was completely cut off and he is not going to be able to have a full walk again. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's you not said, funny. You said one part of his <laughs> You said one part. <laughs> you said one part of his bone was cut open and he won't be able to have a full walk again. <laughs> Why are you bullying me? <laughs> okay, it's fine. Fitz is tired. But yeah, uh, um, I have a cold, also, I have a cold, a... guys, I got a COVID test today. Give me, give me some peace. Just, <laughs> just uh, a lesson that we've learned from this is wear your seatbelt because if Tiger no, Woods he never did wear a seatbelt, I know. But if Tiger Woods wouldn't have worn his seatbelt, he would have died. Probably, but the C- the L.A. Sheriff Department. He's the guy. The officer was like, um, "I asked him what his name was. He said Tiger. And, uh, and as soon as, and as soon as he said Tiger, I knew exactly who it was. And I <laughs> yeah, lost, because no one else lost, named Tiger. And I lost, and I lost my mind. Um, you just, you never want to see something like this. And uh, it, it'll be tough. But the seatbelt saved his life. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what he said. But the seatbelt saved his life, and we just, um, his, he was out of his prime anyway. But it just sucks because I really wanted to see more from him. But it, sadly, his career is over. Uh, probably. Unless, unless when he'll golf, he'll have to wear a wheelchair. <laughs> he'll have to wear a wheelchair. <laughs> he'll have to sit in a wheelchair. Christian, I'm tired. It's fine. He'll one hand golf. Yeah. With a wheelchair. He'll be like he'll be like Charles Barkley, but his swing will be like twenty times better. Yeah, Charles Barkley's <laughs> trash. <laughs> uh oh. Yeah. Um, so anything else? Well, um, just wanted to tell you guys, let's give, who do you think the, let's just say for the starters and then we could do the reserves another time. Let's just say who, uh, each captain is going to pick for their starters for the all-star game. Who has the first pick? I think LeBron does. Uh, LeBron I I'm gonna guess that his first pick will well, the past, well, the probably... past few years was uh Kevin Durant. I, yeah, I think he'll pick. I bet he'll pick Jokic because he's they're in the same conference. I bet LeBron really re- respects Jokic. I don't necessarily know if he usually picks guards first, but I think Jokic is really balling out. And yeah, I think Luka Doncic. Uh, okay. But KD first. And then who will KD pick first? I, yeah, maybe Luka Doncic though. Um, KD. Then I bet KD will probably pick his bud from the Warriors, Stephen Curry. Uh, Steph Curry, if not Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving. Yeah, I think yeah, maybe. I think it's between beside himself with those two. Okay, LeBron's second pick. Uh, LeBron's probably going to pick. Bradley Beal. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think LeBron is going to pick Kawhi Leonard. Okay. Uh, and then Giannis is second to pick. Okay, now it's I mean Kevin Durant's second pick. Yeah. Um I think Kevin Durant is going to pick Kawhi Leonard. Oh, I'm going to go with Kevin Durant picking Giannis. And then for LeBron James, I bet he's going to pick – oh, I haven't picked Luka yet. So, I'll, 
He'll pick Luca. Uh, I think LeBron is gonna pick Steph Curry. And then for the fourth pick, Kevin Durant's probably gonna pick Joel Embiid. Uh, yeah. Oh, Joel the process Embiid. And then for LeBron's fifth pick, he'll probably pick there Kyrie is no Irving. Fifth, there is no fifth pick. Yeah. Oh, there fourth. No, yeah. Well, fourth. I didn't. Fourth. For LeBron's fourth pick, he'll pick Kyrie. And for Kevin Durant, he will pick the last option, Giannis. Uh, I think. Um, I say, I think LeBron is gonna pick. Uh, who have we had not said yet? Jokic. Oh yeah, Jokic. Um, for LeBron's final pick, that means by default that. Uh, Bradley Beal. Yeah, for me, Beal uh, would be going to Team KD. Yeah, I think I don't know, but I'm I'm not positive, but I'm don't I think that LeBron James has a little bit of a beef with Giannis. I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Oh, well, because he probably thinks he got snubbed from last year's MVP. So that's who, why I'm not having him pick Giannis. Who, Giannis? Yeah, that's why I'm having LeBron not pick Giannis. Oh, okay. Okay, uh, well, Kawhi Leonard won it last year. Not MVP. For the All-Star game? No, I'm saying MVP, season MVP. Oh, maybe. Okay. I don't know. Okay, guys, well, that's going to wrap it up. Uh, Christian, thank you for joining us as always. Uh, I'm Fitz Kerrigan, signing off. Good night, you guys.